Welcome to Maker Conversations. I'm your host, Tiff Marshan, and today on the show, we have Luke and Priscilla from PL Smith and And They Make. These two are an awesome power couple who I didn't realize met when they were so young. So it's super excited to see their journey and where they've come from that art class back in the day. If you're looking to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash maker conversations for as little as $3 up to $20 a month. You can help support all the effort that goes into producing this show. And a shout out to the show sponsor, Sabretooth. We appreciate everything you do. And you know, that's my favorite carving company. They have some amazing tools and you can use a Night Carver 10 in all caps to save 10%. And a shout out, we are having a carving competition over there called the Carve With Us Competition, where you can create a piece that is the theme of in the garden, what grows in the garden, and uh, win $500 worth of carving burrs. So check out Sabretooth's Instagram for more information, and I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, and last minute, I know like we were talking about this a little earlier this week, and we've just been so swamped with everything. Like mm-hmm. this past two months have been pretty crazy, just getting everything set up for this and you guys put so but. much work into it. Like I was telling her, like the aesthetics to it alone, you know, that's a lot. And for anybody who doesn't do that kind of stuff, I figured it was Priscilla because of the whole art and everything like that. Like I figured <laughs> all of that was her, but like mm-hmm. just that alone, there's a lot of work into that. Like every one of your photos are edited. You know what I mean? Like you have a certain color tone that you use, like it shows <laughs> through everything that you do. So a lot of prep and then just planning out may for makers like that's just crazy all the prompts and then you have like all the details in there it's yeah it's to a next level this year we definitely did that on purpose like in advance I feel like we started not right after last May ended but I I was right away I was like next year I'm doing this I'm doing that and then and then in January we actually started like really diving in planning yeah a lot of yeah a lot of website development, like we use Squarespace for our website there as the host. And it's nice, like they make it very easy for doing like just design aesthetics mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which is what their big advertisement is. But yeah, it's very um, drag and drop. You can move things around and they're mm-hmm. pretty good. But you can definitely get into a little more like detail with things like when we were doing the prompt page well mm-hmm. first of all the website this year was the first time we've decided to use that as like the host for all the stuff because in the past it's been just that graphic of the calendar on, on instagram basically yeah. or, or when you go to the website as well, well not even on our website before it was so, oh, okay I, yeah because i had the idea that it needs to live somewhere mm-hmm. like and be you know a resource that because once and they make well, once Make for Makers became as big as it did, I that's when we came up with And They Make, and I decided I want it to live there. But mm-hmm. then And They Make became its own thing, like grew on its own naturally. And so it's like, okay, it has to live somewhere else and have its own little thing because I'm not creating and running another Instagram account. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. And this way we could provide all the resources and the different links to everything, and it's just perfect. It just worked yeah. out nicely. Because every year we would get questions from people that would be like, 
what what do you mean by this? I mean, the whole thing is very open to your interpretation. That was always the idea behind it. But people would be like, I'm kind of stumped on this. Like, what do you mean? So we wanted to have kind of a more, I guess you could say long format, like mm -hmm. source for giving that information. Because on Instagram, you can only like write so much before it becomes too much. And yeah. by using our website to have a page dedicated to it definitely helped by kind of explaining what the prompt meant and then giving even some examples of things that you could use for it. And we're still getting questions about stuff, which is great. Like I love when people reach out and ask about things because yeah. that's what this whole thing is. It's interacting with your community and getting to know the people. And I think it's really fun to just see how this has grown and how people really enjoy doing it and the diversity the geographic like locations like this people the first year we had a guy in japan doing it which is so cool and he'd become like a, a good friend and it kind of reminds me of maker camp or workbench con and it's these people like resurface around this time of year do we connect <laughs> again a little bit more actually yeah, now yeah. That luke brings um i see you're saying yeah it's like a maker meetup essentially but it's yeah. virtually for and like everyone's doing their thing and someone asked us that uh, the other day said, wait, so is this like, is there an event that like people go to? And we're like, no, actually not. But I, I just want to go back to say that his name is JP Stratton. That's who you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. he's in Japan. And he kind of like resurfaces during this time um, because he doesn't post that often. He also even expresses, he does on YouTube though, mm -hmm. that he doesn't have a maker community where he is really. Mm -hmm. In the first year, he said that his English wasn't very strong. Yeah. So he's like, he did everything translated. Yeah. He's like, I don't, should I even do this? And we're like, hell yeah. Just and yeah. then he did it every, every year. That's yeah. The beautiful part of Instagram and like the translate feature is like when mm -hmm. I run Sabretooth's account, that is an international company. So like I'm talking mm -hmm. to people everywhere all the time and it comes in, yeah. it's all symbols and stuff. And I'm just like, translate. And I'm like, this is beautiful. Yeah. Like, it, it removes boundaries so like that people in Definitely. japan can join in and play like that's cool mm -hmm. do you have a lot of people internationally joining along this year um a, a lot of um europe i mean yeah well i mean not yeah. as much as in asia but we're on day four right now so there's i mean that's the thing too people say like oh i'm so far behind but this is so loose and relaxed. Like you can jump in whenever. Like you don't have to do all. 31. I saw a lot or of day can... day one posts today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So ours was on day two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, like the first year we had it, we made good friends. Like one guy, his name is Linus Gustafsson. He's in Sweden, and uh, you know it's it's. I want to like go grab the shirt. Because I feel like it will end, like the first oh, year. Oh, go ahead. To the job. No, I'm kind of joking. But like, oh, I right, could yeah. literally give you the map, like, because the shirt with everyone's logos on the back of the first year, I'd be like, oh, yeah, because he was in Wales and, yeah. you know, so-and-so. and Canada. Canada. Yeah, so it was all over, yeah. Yeah. But um, I will tell you that I think it was day three. So yesterday, I was, like, so tired and just trying to catch up as much as I could, you know, once Lily went to bed. And I was like, Honolulu. Yeah. I was like, this is so cool. I mean, how many makers do you know from Honolulu? I know like you know. two Hawaiian makers, and that's about it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that was really cool. And I it was a new face, two new faces. Another one is uh I just saw today, Dreadnought 
something i'll find it i put him on and they make but they're when they're like i think that that is definitely my favorite part is you see these new faces mm-hmm. and then never forget mm-hmm. yeah you know it's it's different than when you find someone new on instagram on another time at least for me because people are putting their self out there i was gonna say it's on, a different kind of like, content boldly it's kind of like they're putting themselves out there like quite vulnerably too. Like someone else I found today has like, I don't even know, maybe like a hundred followers and said they've never even done this. They just got started. He just retired. He's new to Instagram. I'm talking like yeah. really, you know, Fresh. and yes. And then they end up like, Oh, wait till we wait. I'll show you him later. Yeah. Wait till we see where <laughs> he is next year. Yeah, that's what happened. It's mm-hmm. like so cool because then they fall into the community and then it's like awesome to see them grow. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that about the podcast is like when I interview somebody and then you look back three years later and you're like, well, wow, look where they are now. Like we have this yeah. little time, like these little moments in time that are recorded and preserved and you get to look back mm-hmm. at that and it's like to see the growth is so cool. So I love this. Like to me, I think it's really cool. I've participated a couple times this year. I'm like, Phew. I get in there. I get in there. Yeah. I was telling mm-hmm. um Kristen from Workbench, I was like, you need to get in here. I'm like, just do the ones that like appeal to you. It gets you in the door at least. You know, I think yeah. the prompts are nice because it gives people reasons to create content. If they've been mentally blocked, yes. like you guys kind of mm-hmm. give a little spark to get out there. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely been in that situation because this past 2022 was pretty crazy where, you know, we had our daughter in late January and then we moved in August. And so it was just yeah. like a whirlwind of, all right, we have all this time spending with our newborn daughter. And then now we're moving and lost our shop. Oh my gosh. It so was like, what do we make as content? Like we've fallen off the map. It felt like, yeah. um, I mean, we had a lot of great content. There's just a lot of baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. And no, it's not like we didn't actually talk about growth and looking back. Um, there was, I think it was, it was May because it was Mother's Day or it was even earlier before that. Of course, I felt like I had still just given birth and I got an uh, a- uh, apron commission that I was working on and I made a reel and you know, newborn land is like <laughs> real thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't even know how I was awake and up and doing it. And I had Lily in her little, you know, little rocking bassinet there doing it. And I was making it, I was getting at it and I was like, no excuses. No, but yeah, I was like, going to say, just to post content and still be here and be on social media after having kids is tough. Like, Oh, yeah. And it's funny. I think a lot of us started after we had our kids because we're like, I need mm-hmm. something for me. So, like, to to yeah, make those mm-hmm. moments it is tough. Yeah, have you noticed that? A lot of people, yeah. at least a lot of women, I'll say, but a lot of men, too, after having kids, it's like, okay, your whole world's changed. You're at mm-hmm. home all the time. You need to, you have like a feeling to create some time for yourself. And like, I find yeah. that that pulls people out. Like it's been a common story that I keep hearing from people. Yeah, actually in today, today's prompt, your why, a lot of posts that I saw are say their mental health. Mm-hmm. And so I shared a couple of saying like, just acknowledging that trending theme and it's really powerful. Very true. Yeah, I mean, that's, for us too it's like you know i myself go through a seasonal depression like every winter like uh when we first started out we were well 
to give you a little background on us. Yeah, too, yeah. I, I want to touch back on your guys, like how you met and yeah. all that stuff. I saw your post today. It was so cute. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, so we grew up in the same town and met in high school. Um, and from there, when she graduated the year before me, um, she went to Syracuse. And then I ended up going to Hofstra, which is down on Long Island, okay. to do civil engineering. And I was offered a job there. Uh, well, backing up before that, we reconnected after like three years uh, over winter break when I was back home and started dating then um, and then moved down to Long Island together when I was offered a job down there and kind of just got our new adventure together in a new place that wasn't cute. So um, <laughs> it was really cool. It was just like us on our own, like no family was near us. We didn't know. Yeah, anybody. it's like your own that's, city that. You... That's nice. Yeah, I never got that kind of a fresh start like that. Yeah, it was definitely a huge like adventure like I... you don't know anybody we made all new like yeah. how we made a lot of our friends happened to be like business owners right because mm -hmm. I went to go show my art in galleries or like uh, small businesses do that a lot down there in Long Island like if mm -hmm. it's like a restaurant or like a boutique and so it was a great way to meet friends and you know get my work out there and, and find the art community and that also had me dragging Luke in because he'd come help uh, build my frames for the paintings and help well, hang hang stuff and then we'd like then we'd kind of be seen as this duo because they're like whoa like your husband makes or, or he builds stuff like well back things. even before that like when we first moved down there we were just renting so we didn't have like a space for anything okay and I had no like intro into making things or working with my hands in my early like childhood my parents didn't do any of that type of stuff okay my mom was an artist but like my dad wasn't a craftsman like never touched a power tool in his life and so like when I was in college I found YouTube and would find all these different makers which is, I know like a similar story to a lot of people where they get inspired by Jimmy DeResta and Bob Claggett and mm -hmm. those big names now um but when we moved to Long Island and we were renting these places, I was like, well, we were needed furniture and we we're like, we had no money. So we we're like, let's build the stuff ourselves. And so Harbor Freight Tools is like where I got some of my first stuff oh, yeah. and it would just be in the closet, pop up table, like when we needed to make something. But then that, yeah, that started when we would meet the people and she would have her artwork there and they would see like that. Oh, I can make shelves or I can make little tables for them, whatever um and kind of got us into that door of doing that type of commission work but it still was just a new adventure for us where we were our own entities like she has she still has her professional priscilla palmary which is her like essentially i've been running my own business since 2014 mm -hmm. which is um, awesome by the way i want to say that that's so great thank to you. like yeah. want to be a painter and then actually do it yeah, Ballsy. well, I, I haven't shown my work in a gallery since Long Island and definitely haven't pursued like any full series or anything since we moved here. It's been tough, but I I kept like on Long Island. It was that was like my hustle, even mm -hmm. though oh, that yeah. was like my side hustle while teaching art full time. Mm -hmm. I was telling you that I taught at AHRC in the city yeah. uh, for students on the spectrum, K 
yeah, it was like K through 12 and life skills. That was my first job. So we weren't even really able to move down there until we both landed a job. So it was yeah. like, and sense. I was commuting two and a half hours each way. Wow. Right, because he said he got a job in Long Island, and I just said I was teaching in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say <laughs> really like hobbies. It was rough, like for that. But um, but yeah, and so then and and then what was cool is I started to build a lot of con- connections in the art world on Long Island, and people found me online for my murals. Oh, so I was invited awesome. to come. Yeah, I was invited to come paint a mural in a gym in Glen Cove, and that was so cool it was like a 27 foot like it was like the biggest I've ever done I keep wanting to get into murals too it just looks like so fun I've done a couple small things but never anything like insane so this is cool it was at a CrossFit gym and the theme that they wanted was like butterflies and these light colors it was such a cool (laughs) contrast well they didn't as much want the theme as they wanted me my work yeah but they liked at the time my work was about transformation. Okay. So it was, sense, it was the female nude figure and butterflies, but in the gym, it was, yeah, it was cool. Um, but we, when I was going in one day, um, this really kind woman who was working out there offered to help like carry my supplies and junk. And she was like, I'm an artist too. Like I make jewelry. And I was like, oh, cool. Because she, she was talking about maybe like having a show there. That was kind of the goal for me, like mm-hmm. to display like the opening of the mural would be my paintings as well. And um, she gave me her card and it said Kathleen Duresta on it. And I was like, Duresta? I was like, are you related to Jimmy? And she's like, yeah, that's my brother. And oh, I was funny. like, oh my gosh. I was like, my fiance is going to lose his shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because at that point, like, we had never met the guy. I could just, like, this is my, I would say, who's my inspiration to just kind of try things and be creative? I mean, obviously, from us being in art class together in high school, like, I had that artistic creative side. Mm -hmm. But when it came to, like, using tools and making things, like, I just was really inspired and wanted to try the stuff that I would see him do. So, yeah, it was pretty just small world type of thing, just randomly running into his sister and one day when I went out there to help her with some stuff for the mural we stopped by her um, her store and she was telling me about Chris Zeppi Perry who I had another time and now we've you didn't know my brother no she told me who he was oh wow and then she's so shocked I was telling her yeah I thought you had been calling <laughs> all leading up to them too wow this is I mean well, we're talking this is 2017 no, 2018. 2018 in the fall because we got married in 2019 and so she makes jewelry so she actually made our wedding bands for us we oh that's amazing guys that. yeah yeah so it, that kind of was just like the start of all of our intro into like the maker community um like right after we had met her and uh, there was a time where Scylla surprised me with tickets to do one of Jimmy's workshops when he had those at his house. Mm -hmm. So she surprised me with getting tickets to that. And it was the weekend before our wedding, which we were traveling (laughs) for anyway. So it was like, wow, it was pretty cool that she's okay with that. Yeah. Um, And so from there, it's like meeting the people I met Patrick Reynolds there, who's now like a great friend of ours. And um, it was just, kind of that intro into 
really getting into making stuff and meeting these people in the maker community that you follow online and stuff. Um, and that was actually my first intro into metalworking. So when I was at that class at the time, Brett McAfee of Skull and Spade 13 mm -hmm. was Jimmy's shop assistant and he's an incredible blacksmith. And while we were there doing, this was a woodworking class taught by Tracy and Katrina of Bastion Head. Oh yeah. Um, I've been to one of their uh, bowl making classes. They do a great job. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, all right, we're done doing some of that stuff. Maybe at the end of the night, we can do a little forging demo. So Brett did that with me. We left the forge and he just kind of gave me my first demo on how to do blacksmithing. And like from there, I was hooked. And over that summer, I started following a lot of metalworking accounts. And one of them I was showing to Priscilla uh, Chris Cash, Mount Phillip Metalworks, mm -hmm. who has the artistic metalwork style, which is yes. very, it's very interesting to me. Like, I love that side. And she kind of just like kept mental note of this account. And um, a little bit after that was when they announced that Maker Camp was going to be happening, the first one ever in 2019. And she had, when I told her about it, I was like, I don't know if we can go to this. It's a lot of money, you know, I don't know. I didn't know if I was like a maker or whatever. So she, again, on the side, surprised me with tickets to that. And when we were there, she's like, I got one more surprise for you. <laughs> I couldn't keep that a surprise. Like I was, that was the surprise, the trip, but I couldn't keep it. So I had to find another surprise. Yeah. Sometimes it's just too so hard. It's like, oh, Hey, you gotta let it out. I was so excited. So I told him. So he was like, you know, so excited. So then I was like, I need to come up with like another surprise and not like so that's when I reached out to Chris and just said, like, hi, do you sell anvils? Do you have any? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's How like, do I uh, acquire an anvil? Huh? yeah he's like oh what are you looking for what do you want like, i have oh. no idea but yeah so we went to maker camp and lo and behold there's a surprise of an anvil that we were bringing home from him so that i mean that first maker camp was just amazing for us because that's when uh i mean very vivid memories sitting by the fire bonfire one night with patrick reynolds and just having a conversation with him about like that I felt like I had imposter syndrome. Like I didn't really ever make a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, compared to what you would see online and these bigger people mm -hmm. and looking back, it's like, how, I mean, how could I even compare myself? But it was like when I was just first starting and he's like, just, he really inspired me to believe like that I do belong in the maker community that I am like a creative individual myself. He One analogy he gave me is like, Imagine like your forefathers are standing behind you and like your great grandfather, great, great grandfather, all that. And looking at what you've done now and being like, wow, like that's really cool. So I, I, it just, if you know, Patrick, you know, he's a very spiritual guy and I love that about him. Like he just is all positive and that's great. Yeah. Just, yeah. He's just an amazing guy that we're very, very glad to be friends with now. When we told him or, I was going to say, we didn't meet him through Made for Makers. No, no, we met him at Maker Camp. Right. Okay, so then we... That's where I first met Patrick as well. That was my first introduction. Mm -hmm. So then the next year was Made for Makers? Yeah. Yeah. So... Okay, so, so then so then he was like, 
um, oh, I think what you guys are doing is like pretty cool. And we're like, really? Like, this is just like, <laughs> you know, you know, that's it? like the next yeah. couple conversations that you have with a new mm-hmm. friend. Yeah, exactly. And so that was, that was nice and positive encouragement. Well, between that and that was maker camp was October and we were our own separate Instagram account. She had her art one and I had mine that was just like woodworking stuff I was doing. And in March of 2020 is when she said, let's combine and make our own Instagram account that's us together. So like when we work with a business or whatever, it's, you know, just one thing where I'll do painting and you make some things. And then we're just like, well, let's make things together. Uh, so that's when she came up with the idea of doing PL Smith. Um, and yeah, from there, that's where we're at with our account now. But 2020 is also when COVID hit. And when we were all were on lockdown, uh, she thought of an idea to, to kind of lift people's spirits up. And I woke up one morning and went out into the living room and she's like, Luke, I have this idea. And I was like, okay, let me hear it. And she's like, this thing, I, I want to do like a challenge for makers that, you know, gives them prompts and I want to call it May for makers. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if people are going to like that. It's hard know. to know when you're coming up with these ideas is like, it sounds so good. And you're like, will it work? Yeah, I was skeptical. And I was like, you know what? As a good husband should do, just trust your wife. So, <laughs> but not even that. It was that I felt like I wasn't at the time part of the maker community. It was Luke and I was supporting my husband's dream, mm-hmm. right? I was sending him to the class and getting him the tools just to encourage him that yep. I believe in mm-hmm. what he loved doing. And so, for me to come up with something else made for makers like I have this idea for your community <laughs> but I'm gonna need your help coming up with the prompt so yeah. he goes so he goes um like literally I, right I needed his help coming up with the prompt so that's where he was like PPE and I'm like what's that <laughs> and then he's like like he was come well you know like he had well, that's true because you're more on the painting side you weren't yeah. really in the shop as much at that time now now you're all in right. there yeah yeah so he was like edc like he he came up with most of the prompts for the first year so that's what was so cool right but like i had the idea Mm -hmm. but he had the like together we made it happen my husband doesn't do any of like the making or any of that in our business and stuff like that but like running ideas past somebody and having somebody there to bounce things off and pitch things and brainstorm with you is so helpful like Mm-hmm. I love that. Like I'll consult him on things and I'm like, when I was working on the piranha and stuff like that, you know, I'm like, Oh, should I do this? Should I do this? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just nice to be able to have somebody who's physically there too. They can look at the thing and give you advice. Yeah, for sure. Well, the, when I had the idea for, and they make, there was nothing physical I could show him about <laughs> this idea because it was all in my head and I was just trying to explain it. I just had surgery and so I was, you know, in bed rest for two weeks recovering and I had, had all these, like, <laughs> yeah, I like couldn't like do anything, but I had like my computer and I just like got to work. I was like, you know, made for makers. So it was exactly one year later. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I want to launch it on the exact like, or whatever. I was trying yeah. to like get it. And then I love a good anniversary. Yeah. I was yeah. like, <laughs> you know, how uh, I'm like, it's going to be made for makers, but year round. Mm hmm. And he's like, same thing. Yeah, same. I, <laughs> he was like, 
like four days in a row, I remember every morning I was waking up excited about it. And he was like, I don't get it. Those were his words. I don't. It. <laughs> it takes me a little while to understand some things. <laughs> I'm like, you'll get it. You trust it. Trust me. I just trust see me. it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, with the whole idea behind Made for Makers being bringing the people together and really when it started, like, it's not it's not one of those Instagram challenges that you see, like, obviously those exist out there. There's other ones. And it was a little bit of an inspiration from seeing other ones. There was an artist one that Solo had found that was like kind of that 31 day thing mm -hmm. where nobody was like, is it the inking one? I feel like the ink challenge. No, ink oh, Clover is popular. Yeah. It, there are a lot, but the difference, the, I love them too. Yeah. The difference is I didn't, like I would try to get into these art challenges, but they don't have, they don't go any further as far as community or building relationships. They really don't. Artists have a reputation for just really being concerned for like their own reputation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it didn't go as far. Like I was trying, like I would be reaching out and like mm -hmm. trying to engage and it just wasn't the same. The challenges seemed like they were more not for everybody but for the individual more creative just... like like creative challenges more kind of get you to make something i think it's like those were and you're you're bringing it to a different level where you're having people mm. express themselves about their lives about what they do yeah. why they do what they do like yeah. i see that mm -hmm. yeah you want to get the deeper understanding of people rather than just the inspire them like you yeah, are like, i know but it's like another guy. level yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, that's where it's like... You go to Michael's too? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, These are my I favorite mean, pens. The... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we could say the same thing about Home Depot. And yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I just mean, the there was not as much personal Well, you know, it's funny is... I, I consider myself an artist first over being like a woodworker, right? So like mm -hmm. the other day I was, I, one of my reels, I was like, look it, I'm a woodworker. I'm squiggling lines. Like, you know what I mean? You poke fun yeah. at it because like, it is weird. Like I'm, I went to school for fine art and graphic design. So, but I grew up with tools in my life. So I have always been kind of like that duality. And it's, it is interesting when you do feel more like I'm on this art side and then like you start morphing into this world. Cause I remember the people that I was following when I first started inktober uh burn something there's like a burning challenge like for mm -hmm. people who do wood burning there's like i remember those being more relevant in my feed and now it's just like mm -hmm. so much like ceramics and woodworking <laughs> i still can't like go yeah. with pottery pottery's fun <laughs> yeah yeah Girl, we could all right <laughs> i want to get into account. like do you oh okay well yeah. i'll take a little drive yeah, because it's 220 and we don't have that in our new house yet yeah, new house shop hi but... patrick but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah i moved it with us i made sure it came with us mm -hmm. i don't even have a wheel but i'm not, <laughs> it's, it's one future of, you it's one i of almost things, bought like, a I'm, kiln at a tag I sale have <laughs> just randomly do you i have glazes <laughs> i have it all i have all the tools <laughs> i didn't even have my house yet and i was like at tag sales and i'm like look at this kiln i should just buy this kiln i'll have a house one hey my mom's like get the yeah. out of here <laughs> yeah right i mean you'd rather have it than not need it that's yeah what the saying that's goes. like that's gonna but, be my career when i'm older i'm gonna become a potter i know it that's <laughs> <awesome>. chilling 
I've tried and failed. She tried to teach me how to use <laughs> real for a little bit. And yeah, it's not as easy as it looks. It is not ghost by any means. <laughs> no, a lot of things just flopping over. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, why can't I get this centered? It was like, she could put your body, put your corner. I was like, I don't get it. But, it's all about a yeah, feeling. I mean, yeah. With Made for Makers, though, with going into those more personalized like prompts and stuff like that, that would bring the humanity out in it. And then you could connect with those people. Mm -hmm. And when it started, like we looked up that hashtag made for makers and there was not a single post like that hashtag was never used before, which was really cool. Yeah. It's nice having a fresh one. Yeah. So like everyone that would post in this and use the hashtag, if you would go search that or even better yet, follow it, which is what we try and tell people now to do, go follow those hashtags because you're not following those people per se, but their stuff will come up in your feed by following that. And mm -hmm. there you'll find those new people and, you know, see like your why, like this person would say like, oh, my why is because this happened in my life and yada, yada, yada. It's, this is my inspiration. It's like, wow, like I relate with that. That's like almost the same thing that happened with me or like what I feel. So that is the connection side of things that we really were hoping that would happen from this and it seems like it has which is i think so amazing. this year i specifically made it very clear to luke that with i'm like look with the reach and how it grows each year i want to be very intentional with these prompts to highlight things that are important like social emotional awareness making mm -hmm. time for you that prompt do good so list of different charities, like um, traditions, which I hope and in my description on the page, if anyone has taken a look, if not look in, because I think we all have really cool backgrounds and different cultures and heritages that mm -hmm. I think like people don't think to include sometimes even on their page. Like through Way From Makers, we've met, yeah, so they're from different countries, right? And that says yeah. it in their bio, but maybe they're not always saying that. But for this year, for this prompt, I really hope people go into a little bit more so that we can learn mm -hmm. about different cultures. I got my master's in teaching English as a new language and linguistics. And because I just fell in love with my English language learners in my undergrad teaching art, we lived we are from Syracuse. It's where I studied and it's a huge immigration hub. Okay. Um, and so I'm all about learning about new cultures and, you know, culture awareness. Mm -hmm. So I was like this year, like I want to use these prompts. Yes. We need some open and funny and easy <laughs> and challenging. And now, but I'm like, with the attention that it has, let's use, like maybe give it some potential to do a little more good than just you know inktober might like prompt you to make something mm -hmm. you know no i like it a and lot just to be clear mm -hmm. we're not slamming on any of the other challenges just oh no they're clear. awesome yeah, yeah absolutely i love them all any of these things it gets you brewing like it just forms yes. thoughts and ideas that's that's what these are intended to do to start with yeah Absolutely. Yeah. And like you were saying earlier too, it's like when you have this kind of directive, it's, you could be stumped on what to make content about for a certain time period. And like, I mean, everyone knows like being consistent and putting content out as much as you can on Instagram is like what helps the growth. 
Uh, and sometimes it's just like, I don't even know what to post. So mm -hmm. if you have kind of little inspiration, it, you know, gets your brain jogging of ideas that you can do. And we came up with a planner this year, and I also provide four extra prompts to jumpstart the June because to finish off that week, because mm -hmm. you have a weekly guide and the monthly overview and the prompts are in each one. So that last week has four prompts for June, which is cool. And it has me like kind of excited. Like I do at some point want to make a full or a half year calendar, some type of like maker Thing is brewing in my brain but she made um, one for us like, yeah so. i made our own planner like i'm talking like in photoshop illustrator the largest file took up a lot of space on my computer <laughs> and had it printed i'm not joking i believe you that's <laughs> why i'm laughing i understand <laughs> just watching it spin as it's saving you're like come yeah. on yeah come on baby this this is worth it. It. <laughs> yeah. so um so we did that to also help those people that um, struggle a little bit more because I know for me with the planner helps me stay more organized and every year when we like Luke was saying when we get that feedback or those questions so we get new questions each year of, mm -hmm. okay for next year let's make sure we make that clear frequently asked questions section mm -hmm. type of thing and um so I thought coming up with the planner would help with that. And the feedback I've got so far is pretty good. Yeah. So that made I me really. I saw happy. your planner announcement. People were digging it. So. Yeah. I yeah. was, I was really kudos. happy. It felt like the teacher in me sort of <laughs> was like, anybody want a worksheet? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Look how pretty it is. Let's play. <laughs> yeah. I have been out of the, this is my first academic school year. Uh, first full academic school year, not in school. How's yeah. it feeling? Like, I mean, pretty miss it. Are you okay? Do you are you missing it? Well, well I you also have a daughter miss, now too, so it's amazing. I will say I missed like the little. I miss being able to jump from brain level, um, their abilities, you know, their cognitive development at each stage. So, for example, in sixth grade, doing something like, okay, bye guys, and then running to like senior advanced drawing painting. So when we went to make 48 and we got to help these teams, I got like a little throwback because I felt like I was helping students problem solve and, you know, in drawing and helping with their project. And that was nice. I, I remember at the end of the night looking at Luke and being like, oh, I forgot that. Like, that's the great part. I mean faculty meetings, parent phone calls, all that stuff. I do not wish on any on anyone. Yeah. That's my worth I mean. Basically, I it's literally it's no. When you're a teacher, you are always working like on weekends, grading and all lesson planning. Like it was a lot like I would do grading for her sometimes. She's like, "All right, take this deck. Can you just like grade these tests?" And oh, I've like, done it for I'm my grade... sister. I've done I would that. grade them. You would calculate. Oh yeah, okay, that too. Plus, some of them it did get me grading. <laughs> He's like, "What do you mean a 50? I was like, "I think this person deserves." It. I think I'm just this feels, looks great. I'm like, he doesn't do his homework. You give him homework. I do. I don't want to. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. No, my sister has been teaching for 16 years now, so I've definitely been exposed to that. <laughs> like, it's a lot. Yeah. What does she teach? 
she teaches elementary so she does second grade right now i believe but she is actually um applying to be like the mathematics expert because she really enjoys it and she wants to sit there and like kind of like focus on that because right now she's kind of like the floater she literally like will teach her class and then disappear and teach math at other like people's rooms because she's just better at it and prefers it so they go in there and do that so that's so cool yeah yep I mean, so, I mean, from the teaching background that Priscilla has, it just kind of, she's instilled in me a lot of like the same ideologies, like growth mindset is one big thing that we're all about. And just increasing your skills, your knowledge, like traveling is a big thing for us. I never really enjoyed traveling and she got me to go outside the country and now like, I love it. And like we did our honeymoon in three different countries and what seven different cities and um but just like having that open mindset to take in your surroundings and learn new things um we really wanted to apply that to like within made for makers and what that whole thing was about i mean growth mindset and education like we love to inspire people and do something that maybe would help them think, oh, like I want to try that too. Or like I, I've never I've talked to people that have said, like, oh, I've always wanted to do blacksmithing. And I love to just have chats back and forth on Instagram, like, this is what you should do to start out. Like, this is some things that will help you, blah, blah, blah. Like just sharing knowledge, I think, is such an amazing thing. And Instagram is a great way to do that, to connect with these different people mm-hmm. from all around the world. And with made for makers like the goal being to connect people it's really been a fun way to be able to kind of spread that like by being able to meet new people that do something that you've always wanted to try mm-hmm. uh, it's, i don't know it's been a lot i mean of fun I, do, I do follow a lot of people like that like oh look what they're playing with i'm gonna follow them and start chatting with them i want to learn through that yeah. like it's it's oh how gosh. you experience it yeah, some of the coolest things I've seen lately so far are the comments, the engagement on people's posts are, I feel like I'm standing next to them at, say, for example, a maker camp, say you're like mm-hmm. at a maker event, and you're standing in a group of people around the fire and you hear them talking. That's how I felt when I look at some of these comments, because they're not like, heart, heart, clap, cool, nice no, job. Some of, them, some of them really responded like, hi. Sally, I'm so and so, blah blah blah, and these are like paragraph long comments. Like a lot of people have I don't been tagging WorkbenchCon in there, like on their posts. So I'm mm-hmm. seeing all of them with you guys. I feel like I'm experiencing May for Makers with you because, like, I just <laughs> keep getting awesome. tagged on that account, and I'm like, oh, look at this, and then you just see the comments. You're like, oh, oh yeah. I love them. Oh, look how sweet that is. Like, I I feel it. Yeah. Like it's really cool. You guys must be experiencing that to such a crazy level from like what I'm seeing I can't even imagine what you guys are seeing on your feeds people keep messaging saying like are we supposed to tag you guys and then we keep saying like no like you don't have to but people do and it's amazing like it helps us see that for Mm -hmm. sure um I mean it's nice when they tag and they make because the whole idea of that Instagram page is to feature other makers like specifically make posts centered around them so that people that follow the page can learn who this person is and then go and follow them um but yeah like the benefit i i think 
of being tagged is so that people find the challenge mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more so i agree before i feel like I feel like more it's not to follow us because not everyone likes woodwork or I'm sorry, metalworking. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, like plus. I don't think you should just have to follow, you know, you wouldn't just follow like it, you know, it depends, whatever. Yeah. So when someone asks us that, said feel free, right? But that's not required. It's not like a contest or anything, but it's mm-hmm. if anything, share the graphic, maybe. Yeah. You know, the that helps i think that this year having the links with the website is way more user-friendly than having to like go back in your phone where you mm-hmm. screenshot it or you save the post and no i totally agree that. and it keeps yeah. you i mean I love how- oh it keeps you from having to keep posting it every day too if you know it's a yeah. house somewhere yeah and for people that don't really know what this is or hearing about it for the first time like we have a specific page that's an about page and it gives details a little background into it and kind of explains the structure of it and how it goes. And I saw a story from a guy, Derek Melton, uh, like I think on day two, and he was talking about this and he printed out the calendar and had it like with magnets on his thing. I thought that was so cool, but he was saying how he normally doesn't like these challenges, which, you know, I can understand, but Mm -hmm. he said, this one seems like there's no rules. It's really laid back in which I was like, thank you for saying that because that's exactly it. Like, there there's like a prompt but however you take it like the first year when we did edc everyday carry we didn't post like all the stuff we keep on us like we posted a picture with her on my shoulders like (laughs) i'm carrying her every day type of thing like it's just having fun and being silly um but in line with like wanting to inspire people in the maker community and just in general we always like to give back in some way like how can we give back to people and we've always tried to incorporate giveaways with the whole made for makers thing and we didn't always we just well we wanted to Mm -hmm. we didn't know what we were doing yeah so our first first year (laughs) i like the honesty though yeah like we wanted to I mean, we wanted to, but it's not like we could. So our first ever made for maker well, that, sponsor was Austin. That's what I was gonna maker say. Camp. So maker camp would have been its second. Not even because it was 2019 was the first maker camp. And we were trying to help him, and we're like, hey, we have this idea. Um, we want to help you to grow mm-hmm. the maker and camp. And so he was like, I'll give away a pass. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's a great idea. So, you know, maker camp that was the one giveaway that year and then the next year we were like what else can we give away Mm -hmm. right and then the year after that and it just kept adding yeah and we started working with a couple different brands like harris products for oxyacetylene torch stuff with the metal work we do um and then montana brand tools we talked to earlier that year and we were like hey guys like we're this is starting up would you guys want to be involved somehow and they're like yeah yeah we'll donate so nice there Oh yeah. I've talked about so, Montana before on the podcast. Nick over there is just so nice. <laughs> he is. He's a really great guy. Um, but this year I was talking with Luke Gelman a couple months before it, and he he's an idea guy, and I love that guy so much. And he was saying, like, what if you guys did like a giveaway like on a specific day, like more than just the one a week, like maybe like that related to, to the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like it somehow. And I was like, that's a pretty cool idea. And so we were expanding upon that. I was like, well, why not just do every day? So we were like trying to figure out, like, let's talk to some different brand sponsors and see if they would be on board for this. 
And we went to WorkbenchCon this year for the first time. And not only was that just an amazing event for learning about social media and growth in that sense from your other peers that are doing the stuff, yeah. but also meeting the representatives behind these brands or the owners behind the brands. So there we got to talk to a bunch of the different vendors that were there and kind of tell them about this whole thing. And thankfully, a lot of them that we met, they've been on board with this. And they were interested. They were like, what is this? And we're yeah. like, um, and, and that's a funny thing too, because I didn't have the website ready. So it's like, you know, a business card comes in handy, right? So yep. what are you talking about? Again, well, I'm just talking about me from makers. We are to these brands that I have nothing to show for it. So I was when we got back, I was like, "We're like the website isn't ready yet." So when we got back. I was like, "I was like trying to the make this out." Will and be ready. <laughs> like I had to have it ready for sponsors mm-hmm. in time. Um, but so yeah, that was cool, and we're really grateful for the sponsors that have chosen to support us because mm-hmm. it's just like a, it makes us feel really lucky to be able to offer something to multiple types of makers because we were limited at first with like metal and wood and so I was like I'll make an apron for one giveaway and then he was like okay I'll make a bottle opener like we were trying to come up with things that we could give away how can we accommodate whatever they do and yeah because like not everyone's gonna want oxyacetylene torch set up because they're not too metal we're like yeah many woodworkers may not know what to do with that necessarily so that's why we like got them and montana brand tools like in each week so there was basically last year like a giveaway each week so like four giveaways where it would be you can either win the montana brand tools you know set or a harris products kit so with expanding upon that this year, we wanted to get that variety of different brands. And, you know, like at WorkbenchCon, we met, you know, you guys at Sabretooth and uh, with Kristen, just we're so grateful now that, that they are on, on board, board with yeah. Maker Makers and they're giving away a ticket to WorkbenchCon 2024 and Sabretooth is donating some different of their starter packs. And we're so excited to just see how the people that receive these things use them and on top of that like not just giving you know a couple lucky winners something they've offered discount codes to like yes. everybody which is so that cool. was awesome yeah so many discount codes that was really cool there's a and there's a few brands that like never like rarely offer discount codes so it's cool to see like that they're on board with this and it, it's I think it benefits everybody absolutely yeah. a lot because a lot of makers even I haven't heard of some of these companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Saving a few so, bucks is always nice. Like it's a good feeling. It's covers shipping too. A lot of times so it's like, yeah, ah, I didn't have to pay shipping at least. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. This is, it's just been so much fun to see it grow and it's definitely humbling. I mean, and really it's not about us. Like Priscilla said before, like it is about the community. It's just, I don't know. I feel very special to be part of it. And we just can't wait to see where this goes. And another like cool part of celebrating this event each month is we in the past have done like t-shirts where the people that have like done the challenge or Mm -hmm. really been active in it, we've had their logos on the back of it, which has been a fun thing. So like we wear our shirts that it's like a sticker wall of made for makers and the people that have been participating in it. 
So we're definitely going to be and doing. And the giveaways are like an Advent Maker Christmas. <laughs> Seriously, no, it's nice. I think it's really cool. I love the way you guys have it all set up. It's it's already been going really well. And if people haven't jumped on it, I'm going to try to get this podcast out as soon as I can, so that way they can also hop on and join in on the fun because. You don't have to do every yeah. day. Like you said, it's loose. Mm -hmm. It's open yeah. to interpretation. I think is like one of the biggest keys if they're pondering joining in on it because some people will post a photo. Some will do a full on mm -hmm. reel that they've edited with all these little different cutscenes. Like yeah. it's really well, what I mean, you we, can do. <laughs> yeah. People have asked in the beginning too. It's like, what about like stories? And we say, yeah, just post stories, tag, hashtag made from makers 2023. I mean, if you make a highlight they pay on your page like that's even better like anyway we've even said like just by going and commenting on people's posts yeah. you're in, in, yeah, you're participating by cheering on and like because you'll still meet new people if you're following the hashtag and that's what's cool mm -hmm. um i want to say too one our first year we did some zoom hangouts and that definitely brought us closer and that's something that we want to try again this month we just haven't solidified it yet we're thinking like a friday on one weekend mm -hmm. um sort of like a i don't know happy hour kind of like yeah, if absolutely join or something like that because i think that that was really fun and to give like a little info about the giveaway stuff like that so the way we're doing it is they're in blocks of the week because we were thinking like all right are we gonna do a giveaway it's open for just that day and then we announce it like every day that would be so I was much... totally curious about that like how that was going to happen yeah so I mean that would be a lot on us and I feel like it would be unfair for people in like the different time zones so mm -hmm. the other thought was and the people just jumping in yeah exactly and so the other thing was do we just leave them all open for the entire month and then announce 31 winners at the end of the month like that would be a lot also mm -hmm. for stories and everything. So we figured like, let's do it week by week. And every Monday at like, you know, 12 AM is the giveaways open and they go till Sunday. So for this week, one May 1st through May 8th, I think it is whatever on Sunday, those are all live right now. So you can go enter on day one still, or you could go enter on Sunday's day. So those will close Sunday night and we'll announce the week's winners on Monday. So you're but saying Monday, go enter. How do they enter? Is it from so, the tag or is there actually like somewhere they have to go to enter? So the, we will be putting stories out each day of who the giveaway sponsor is for that day. And we'll okay. have a direct link in our story. Some of the sponsors are putting the direct links in theirs, but there's a page on our website with a link to every single giveaway for every single day for the entire month you just go to our website and it, under made for makers it says 2023 prompts you can jump to the day click on that day it provides all the details the prompt description example ideas if you're stumped okay uh the sponsor who's sponsoring that day what they're giving away and how to enter yeah sweet thank so. you yeah i want to have that on there because if they're just getting this, this is the first time they're hearing about it. Yeah. All the info is the best. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Right there on our website. Yep. Yeah. You guys so, have you gotten so, so organized. I love it. So I'm just curious. Um, well, first of all, the first time I ever met y'all were was at a hammer in, which is funny because my husband mm -hmm. was curious about would I be into blacksmithing? He was not. 
but he was very curious if he was going to be. So it was like a fun experience for us to go there. And I remember I just mm -hmm. came and I was just like painting and it was fun. It was cool because I got to see like a different world because I didn't know the metal workers, you know, like mm -hmm. to me, that was a whole different group of people besides like Lucas and, you know, Dre, that's it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. for me, it was a cool way. So it's been fun seeing, you know, where things have gone over the years and stuff. But yeah. Do you have anything that you guys are working on for your house right now? Like, yeah, I know you just moved and stuff. Like, how's the house? Yeah, I mean, right now, we really don't have a shop. There's one outlet in our garage. So extension cords are everywhere. And our workbench is a pop-up table. <laughs> we have more one metal bench that we can do, like, welding and stuff. And we have our anvil. So it's basically metal work. We've been working on um, finally just, like, literally moving in these rooms so like finally got a coat of color on lily's room nice we made a sign that was in her nursery in our last house and so i've been working on just cleaning it up i'm gonna repaint it get that up on the wall um we've been like we have all these ideas for our like we want to build a headboard we have this chalkboard wall it's like a com command center in our kitchen mm -hmm. with all of our ideas like drawn all over it and everything so we might use that for one of our prompts, yeah. <laughs> but like show it, but we have all, we have a lot of plans for projects for the house. We're just, it's taking a us a while to get to each one because not only the limited sp like space in the shop, but this annoying thing called Mayfair Maker. <laughs> it has been yeah. taking up a lot of our time. <laughs> it's worth it. I mean, to give back it's like that, but the big, big thing that we are planning and working on is building a shop like a separate building on our property um, and doing something where we have a downstairs that's like an actual workshop and then upstairs that can be still as art studio because really in our house right now there's not like a great dedicated space for her to paint and all that like moving we lost a lot she had her own art studio in a shed and i we had our shop in the garage we're kind of starting fresh, which is nice because we get to do things that we've learned from the previous one. Um, but building a shop is something that's like a dream thing that we really will be able to have like our own space. and mm. All our money and time and like stuff is going into that right now because it's like, like I've even been saying, okay, let's go out and how are we going to organize and set up the shop? But like do we really want to put too much into it right now? Cause we already know at some point this year, right. We're good. Yeah. We don't have to undo that. We would like that garage to be a garage and then have the shop. So it's like, it'll still be shop. We'll see though. I mean, it's just, it, it definitely would open a room for a lot of possibilities. We'll see. <laughs> Things to look forward to. I love it. Well, it's Third a lot. Floor. <laughs> that is the dream though always to have like a place where you can make a mess on that first floor and then like having a clean area like to do painting <laughs> yeah. or yeah, finishing just like spraying stuff down like a lot of people who do woodworking you know they need a nice dry area for polyurethane and that's yep, always exactly. a battle all right guys well i'm gonna let you go i too am tired i see priscilla yawning over there i'm feeling you too man nine o'clock comes creeping you got a young kid i had twins surviving like that first couple of years of their sleep patterns it's tough so like i said in the beginning of the show 
it's amazing that you guys are still going you're still posting and look at your inspiring others to create and post so i think it's cool i like seeing the journey and thank you for coming thank on awesome. yeah, thank, thank you, you so much, much. you're welcome good to see you you too have a great night guys you see you make your camp <laughs> bye oh yeah <laughs> All right, I hope you enjoyed this show. They were great to know. And if you're curious about Made for Makers, go check out their pages. It's a really cool way to get to know a bunch of people and to introduce yourself to your audience. All right, I hope you have a great day and thank you for listening.